0: Hello, coaches and basketball enthusiasts. Welcome to the Coach Carvalho Podcast, a podcast that explores the world of statistically-based basketball strategies and bold training methods. I'm your host, Coach Carvalho, and in today's episode, we will explore the evolution of my defensive philosophy and basketball strategies. I will specifically discuss how my defensive area rules have adapted over time, particularly in response to the game-changing introduction of the three-point line and the growing influence of analytics. In my coaching journey, staying at the forefront of the game has required me to consistently adjust and adapt my unconventional defensive approach and strategies to align with the evolving styles of play. One significant transformation occurred with the defensive area coverage rule that served as the foundation of my defensive philosophy. Prior to the introduction of the three-point shot, my defensive strategies primarily focused on protecting the paint and limiting high-percentage shots near the basket. In the earlier days, I divided the backcourt into three areas. Area number one, the no-risk area, from the half-court line to the end of the center line. Area two, the medium-risk area, from the center circle to the free-throw line extended. And area three, the high-risk area, from the free-throw line extended To the baseline. These designated areas determine our defensive approach in terms of player and ball coverage within each area. However, as the game evolved and factors such as the introduction of the three-point line and the integration of metrics and analytics into gameplay, it became crucial for me To reassess our defensive area strategy. This led me to modify our defensive areas and broaden our defensive emphases, expanding it to include a focus on perimeter defense with the objective of destroying the opponent's offensive flow and balance to reduce their possession time and limit their point production per possession. Additionally, Analytics played a pivotal role in shaping my defensive philosophy. By employing statistical insights, I developed a more profound understanding of the opponent's tendencies, resulting in adjustments to the defensive area rules on how to cover players both with and without the ball. This involved strategically defending opposing players based on their game rhythm, shooting habits, and point production tendencies, along with actively disrupting passing lanes to key players. Consequently, we simplified our focus to two primary defensive areas instead of three. Area one, the no-risk area from the half court to three feet above the three-point line. Area two, the high-risk area from three feet above the three-point line to the baseline. The emphasis in the no-risk area is on containing the ball, denying key passes, and disrupting the opponent's offensive flow. The goal is to limit the opponent's playmaking abilities, disrupt the offense's balance, and take control of the game's rhythm making it a fundamental aspect of our defensive strategy. Conversely, the high-risk area recognizes the three-point threat. In this zone, our emphasis is on containing drives, denying crucial passes, and disrupting the passing lanes to key scorers. We want to minimize the offensive touches of key scorers. This strategic approach responds to the surge in the three-point shooting and the impact of analytics in identifying offensive threats and tendencies. The high-risk area is where we defend opposing players based on their importance to their team's point production. The primary goal in this area is to reduce the opponent's shot attempts, point production per possession, and possession time to a point where they become vulnerable and beatable. By clearly defining the defensive responsibilities and objectives in these two defensive areas, we provide our players with clear goals. This not only improves on-court communication, but also strengthens our team's defensive unity, aligning seamlessly with our overall game plan objectives. The evolving defensive area coverage rule highlights our adaptability. We customize our defense according to the opponent's characteristics, emphasizing statistics and analytical performance to disrupt the offensive system and force them out of their comfort zone. In summary, embracing changes in defensive strategies has been crucial for our team's success on the basketball court. These insights are designed to enhance and perfect your defensive game plans, particularly when facing three-point shooting teams, key players and teams that utilize conventional offensive strategies. Coaches, keep in mind that basketball is always evolving and staying ahead of the curve is crucial for success especially when coaching a team without superior talent. Smart statistical defense will level the playing field, and I can guarantee you that. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Hope you found today's episode informative. If you enjoyed it, please leave your comments and likes and or subscribe. Please do not forget to leave your likes on the podcast website. This is highly important as it plays a crucial role in helping us to attract on-site advertisements. Additionally, take note that our podcast is accessible through platforms such as TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player FM and other main apps in the market. If you already use any of these apps, simply search for Coach Carvalho Podcast to gain access to all published episodes to date. Coaches, I look forward to having you as our guest during our next episode. Until then, remember that statistics play a crucial role in shaping success on the basketball court. Keep exploring, keep learning, and keep elevating your game. This is Coach Carvalho signing off.